You're listening to Quips and Dips, a podcast about nothing and everything. Relax and stay a while. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Quips and Dips. Today we are doing the season finale of season one of Quips and Dips. So I prepared a very, very special guest. I have mystery host's dad. We're going to call him Mystery Dad because why not? He's here with me. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. And my dad is like uh, an infinite book of knowledge that nobody needs but it's a lot of great knowledge and we're going to be talking comic books today and even some spooky stories so without further ado let's get into it so at the beginning of every show um i do this thing where i talk about like a pet peeve of mine okay it's called fondues and don'ts so can you think of something i didn't tell him to prepare this by the way can you think of something that you think is just an absolute pet peeve? Drives me nuts when people say on accident instead of by accident. Oh my God, I hate that too. <laughs> I think that it is so annoying. It drives me nuts. I feel like a lot of grammatical things make me mad. So I mean, I become known to my friends as like a grammar Nazi, especially when on the, they're typing on the internet and they can't tell the difference between like they, there, like there, there, and there, or a two, two, and two. It's very annoying. On accident, hate it. I hate when people say um, mine as well instead of might as well. I get it that it kind of sounds similar. So when you're talking fast, you kind of say it that way. But I had somebody actually type it to me once, which means I know they don't know that it's might as well. You're using the wrong word then. because Yeah, they wrote mine as well. Mine as well would be like, oh, mine too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So she wrote it to me once. I was like working and she was typing to me. She goes, well, I might as well go do this. And I was like, that's not what you meant though. It's, it's a stupid thing to get upset about. Okay, let me look at mine. I have a list here. Oh, you're tired? No. He's yawning. He's tired. He's over it. I feel like you won't even understand a lot of these. Well, let's see. I'm useless knowledge. <laughs> but they're like all so recent. Um, okay. This one is for everybody. One thing I hate is people that think something is exclusive to like their culture or race or something. And I, the the way I'm thinking about it is in regards to holidays. So a lot of people, I hear it every year around Christmas. Everyone's like, oh, my family is Italian and we don't celebrate on Christmas day. We celebrate on Christmas Eve. Guess what? Literally everybody does that. The reason being is that everyone else works on December 26th. So everyone goes hard on the 24th so that they have the night in between. I feel like every family celebrates hard on Christmas Eve. And it's not just Italians. It's and it's everybody. not just... We always did. We do it. We're Greek. I'm half Colombian and half Greek. Both families do that. Uh, my boyfriend's very white German Irish family all does the same thing I don't think it's exclusive to race but I hear people say it all the time they're like oh it's my Latino family or oh it's my Italian family we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve and I'm like you're not alone everybody does it it's only because they have to go to work on the 26th so they go hard on the 24th that drives me nuts though it's so annoying get over yourself okay 
Okay. Now that we have those out of the way, Alrighty. we can get started. So my dad is not caught up on WandaVision or anything like that. However, he is really well versed in the comic book universe. And he's the reason that you hear me talk about them so often. When I was a kid, he got me into it from the start. When I was little, we used to watch all sorts of shows. We watched the X-Men cartoon. Right. We watched Spider-Man. Right. We watched Batman. We watched any, anything on Saturday mornings. All the cartoons on Saturday mornings. So that was how we did things. And we started the Marvel Universe together. But there's actually a little story from, I, don't, I think it was Iron Man 1. Oh, do we have to go through this? <laughs> Are you yes. Going to go through this? Yes, we do. So, my dad and I have gone to see almost every single Marvel movie since Iron Man two together in theaters. Usually, they release around my birthday, so I we do it like as a birthday tradition. Uh, but usually, whenever there was a movie release, we would go see it together. Except for Iron Man one. And now he had me all hyped looking forward to it. I was so excited. He's like, we're going to go see this in theaters. It's going to be so much fun. And then I find out that he took, who'd you go with? Andy. So he took my cousin Andy instead. And I was hurt. It, you promised we would go together, and then you went with somebody else. We could go together. I told you we could go again. I, yeah, go. but you didn't invite oh, no, you me with Stop. you and Andy. Stop. You didn't Stop. invite you me. You refused to go to another movie for me with me for so long. <laughs> so long. It hurt. It cut deep. We were off of work. <laughs> we had nothing to do, so we said, let's go watch Iron Man. We said, all right. Okay, fine. So he took my cousin Andy to go see Iron Man and whatever. We got over it eventually. And we went and went to see pretty much every Marvel movie thereafter. Now, my dad is the kind of guy that he... I feel like you started out like this and you've changed a lot with your comic book stuff. You're, you used to be kind of a comic book purist. Like you would say, oh, this isn't how they did it in the, the comics. Comic books, right. Or this isn't. From what I remember, yes. But now I feel like you understand that they created like a whole universe and you yeah. started to just accept the universe they created. Oh, not accept it. It's just totally different. So it's just they went a different direction with it. But. But you I enjoy mean, there, it. There is, the, yeah, of course. There, there's, there's a, how do I say, there's a. Good things for the new ways and good things for the old ways. But what they try to do, they try to they have to try to mesh what happened in three years of comic books, five years of comic books into one movie. It's like impossible to do. So they cut it short and they changed things. They made people different and how they got together differently. Slightly different, but I mean, they do. That's what they have to do to get the movie to make sense. Yeah, and I mean... We're talking also the fact that there's also licensing and things just can't go through because of the bureaucracy and Correct. the agents and who can book when and who can do this. And when it came to like Civil War, for instance, on the comic book cover of Civil War, there are like hundreds of mutants and right. well, superheroes. Yeah. It and wasn't like that in the movie. 
But no, there was like 10 of them in the movie. And the reason is because, A, they they didn't have the rights to the X-Men at the time. They didn't have the rights. They had just gotten the rights to Spider-Man. They didn't introduce any of the other 100 characters because, like you said, it's you have years and years and years of comic books and you have to shove it into these movies. And then on top of that, you also have to care about the characters. So when you have all these characters you've never met before... It's hard to introduce them, like, all at once. The only real character you got introduced to in Civil War was, like, Black Panther. And that was it. Because if they overwhelm you, you're not going to know what to think or who to care about. Or... Well, that was his first appearance in Marvel, right? In the Marvel Universe, wasn't it? Yes. That was his first time. So what I'm saying is they couldn't introduce, like, a hundred other people as well. Because right. you wouldn't know, like, who to care about and what to do. So it is what it is when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I think they've done such a good job at creating an experience. It's like watching a really long TV series from start to end. Right. That's the way it's supposed to be. And like I was telling you the other day, I said, DC doesn't do that. They're trying to do it now. They're starting to do it now, but... I just think DC has too much out there. And they're and I don't think their movies are written well enough, and I don't think that yeah, they're. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. They can't make a good Superman. I movie. don't think their CG is good enough. Like it's really lacking, and I just I think overall the DC movies are falling really flat. They're just missing that oomph. They have good actors. They have. Uh, whatever directors that are famous and and then they just come up with this like blah piece of work and there's so many more DC movies than Marvel movies that exist period there's like 80 different Batmans there's so many different Batmans there's so many different Superman not one of them were even well the last couple were better so you like uh, what's his name Henry Cavill you like his Superman he did actually play Superman pretty well. I he didn't did, even he, watch those movies. He did, he did what? <laughs> I didn't even watch those movies. He did. He actually did pretty well. I just, he, for some reason, they just don't, don't, they just don't go in, uh, into deep as Superman as they want to. I mean, they already, he's had what, let's say he had seven, eight movies out right now. I don't even and, know. I'm just saying, and seven, and, and six of them or eight of them or whatever, almost all of them were about Lex Luthor. I think only one was about, what's his name, Zarkov, I can't remember his name now, but General Zoltar, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, yeah, 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 I know you're talking about. Only that one, but all the other ones had Lex Luthor in it. Yeah, there are so many DC villains. I mean, there's like hundreds. They needed to, at the beginning, when Steve Reeves, not Steve Reeves, when Christopher Christopher Reeves was going eight. They needed to go from there, and they needed to go to the next one. They needed to go to the next one. They needed to go to the next one. They needed. They should be with uh, what's his name? Uh, what is his name? What are you thinking of? A villain? The guy. The guy who shoots the lasers out of his eyes. Dark. Dark side. Dark side. Dark side. Okay. They gotta go. To, they, they. They need to be with Dark Side because he is the ultimate villain for Superman. Yeah. And all of the DC characters actually fought against him. All together. What about Bizarro? I like Bizarro. Bizarro, they, they got to bring him in. He's so cool. I think he's cool. He, he is, he's just so... Bizarro's not bad. I'm pretty sure Bizarro is in the... Um, they like made a video game recently for like Suicide Squad. 
And yeah, I'm a, pretty sure they're going to be fighting Bizarro. That's Bizarro. what it seems like. See, Bizarro's not bad. He's just easily manipulated. Manipulated, And he tries to be like Superman, like do good. And when he does good, he just, just goes too far and hurts something to do good. Yeah. But Bizarro's not a bad person, but he needs to be controlled. Yeah. So, but he, he's a cool character. He's from his own world. And they can set him up in his own world and he'd be happy. So. Yeah. So, with the DCU... You're seeing, oh my God, you have Val Kilmer's Batman, you have Michael Keaton's Batman, you have Ben Affleck, you have Christopher, what is his name? Not Christopher, um, Christopher Nolan's film. What was the actor's name? Oh my God. Yeah, what, well, Keaton, Val Kilmer, uh... The one from Dark Knight. What was his oh, name? Uh, oh, uh, Christian Bale. Bale, yeah. Christian Bale. See, Bale. I couldn't remember it. Christian Bale. So you have Christian, you have all these renditions of it, but how many renditions of Iron Man do you have? There's only the one. There's only one. How many renditions of renditions of Captain America do you have? There's only that one. Thor. There's only that one. Exactly. So I think what made it easier for the Ouch. <laughs> I think what made it easier for the Marvel universe was that they had a lot of fresh faces to add. They're not beating a dead horse, which I think is why DC is not working out so well. People are too busy catching up. Like, they're like, oh, well, this was my Batman when I was a kid. You know, I liked Val Kilmer or I like Michael Keaton or I prefer George Clooney or whoever. Like, there's so many. And they have their preferences, which I think is kind of what we see a little bit with Spider-Man because there were a few different renditions of Spider-Man within my lifetime. So I can imagine that that's how people feel about it. But they set themselves apart with this Spider-Man by A... Not even introducing him in a solo film. B, he didn't even have... they. We didn't have to watch Uncle Ben die for the 10th time. time right? <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't want to see Uncle Ben <laughs> die anymore. <coughs> and we got like a new fresh face and a young kid so that... I mean, he's, you know, he's in well, his 20s, but... Peter, Par- Peter Parker is supposed to be a high school kid. Exactly. So... That's so, when he started out as high school, but he ended up, it, it worked out that when he went through college, even, I think he even, to the college, he, I believe, he even married MJ, Mary Jane. Did he? he? I yes, thought he, he dated Gwen Stacy in college, and then what he do, he went back well, to MJ? Well, Gwen Stacy was his, Gwen. Gwen, Gwen Stacy was uh, his friend in the comics. It wasn't his girlfriend? Not really. I mean, there was something there, but. Oh. He always had eyes for MJ. Well, she died anyway in the movie. But Stacey, she died in, I believe she died in comic books, though. She did, which is, you know, one of those things that they stayed true to. Um, but for me, with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, there was, oh, was way too that many inaccuracies. Oh, he was just sucked. That movie just totally sucked. I don't like love-driven storylines for action movies, which... There's the there can be love subplots like we have Tony and Pepper as like the love right. subplot throughout the MCU and we watch their relationship grow right. from boss and assistant to boss and girlfriend to husband and wife at the very very end but we the story is not about them. No. There's well, a lot more going on. Iron Man three was about them kind of. A little bit, yeah. That was uh where she actually got superpowers from. For, a few for just a minute, and yeah. then she's she's good now. Uh, but what I'm saying is, it's not all about Pepper and Tony. It's not 
the entire existence of these movies. The the Tobey Maguire movies were just like about him and Kirsten Dunst's MJ, which I honestly think she did a terrible job. She was so blah. And I don't think Kirsten Dunst is a bad actress. She's a good actress. I think she's a very good actress. I don't know what happened or who writing, directed her. It was the writing in the movie. It, it was just direction. was so shitty. I mean, plus, she didn't make the shit up. Yes, that was one of the big inaccuracies was the web shooting. It makes sense that a guy named Spider-Man who got bit by a spider would get that. Like, I get it. It makes sense. But that's just not how it was done. At and all. it it doesn't show off the fact that he was such a genius, that he was able to create this, Very like, good. big thing. One thing we have to remember going forward in the MCU, because right now Tony is, like, our resident genius, but there are a few other characters that are just astronomically smart that we forget about. Bruce Banner, obviously, we know he's a genius. Then you have Rocket, who's also a genius. Right. You have Peter Parker, who's supposed to be a genius. Peter Parker's And he's on his too. way because right now the kid is, like, super smart, barely has to work and gets all A's in school or whatever. And then you have um, Black Panther's sister, Shuri. She's also, like, a tech genius in the MCU. I don't know right. what she was like in the comic books. I don't remember. I do know that she takes over never... the mantle in the comic book. She does become the Black Panther. I don't remember her. I don't really... I wasn't really into I know the Black you Panther weren't. that much. Yeah, that's fair. But it was there. It, it was It was a later comic that came out. It, it was... It, I, I seen him in a couple other comic books, like, where he met up with... I think he met up with the X-Men once. With Spider-Man, I think he even hooked up with. Yeah. He, that's how I saw him. I didn't see him as his own, but they did give him his own comic, and I never really got into it. By that time, I was getting out of it. Fair enough, fair enough. But it's just that there's a lot of other geniuses in the MCU, and we have to acknowledge that as well. And Peter Parker is absolutely one of them. So I think with the Tobey Maguire, he was just so pathetic. He was just so... Like, they didn't show his intelligence, which you really need to see. So, But I did like the villains in those movies. I liked Doc Ock. He was good. I thought he did a great job. Um, who was the other guy? The William Defoe. Oh yeah, Willem Defoe, the Green Goblin. He did a great job. It's just to have your leading man fall so flat and be so blah. It just didn't work for me. And then you fast forward to the Andrew Garfield version, which for me was too campy. Like again, you're. I don't remember when those movies came out. I know that CG was not what it is today. That's one with Gwen Stacy, right? That's one with Gwen Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy and Andrew Garfield as uh, Spider-Man. And then we had Electro, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I didn't like the the way they did that. I don't know. Jamie Foxx is not a bad actor either. I mean, he didn't do bad in that movie either. It's just, it didn't work. That... I don't know how Electro became Electro. I can't remember. He just got like electrocuted while working at the lab. That well, that's Gwen Stacy's what they basically dad, said there. Where Gwen that's what they said, it. right? I don't know if that's how it was in the comic. I don't know. But whatever it was, it just didn't work. Like, it didn't look good. The animations were bad. It just felt... And then the dialogue, everything in the movie just fell really flat. I barely even remember them. I've only seen them, like, once or twice, and that was years ago. So I can't really comment too many, too much about it. But moving forward, what is your favorite part about the MCU right now? Like, what is... What do you love about it? Well, I tell you, I really like how they developed... The Hulk, how they developed Thor. Even though they might have went a little bit off base with both of them, 
but I really like how they, I really like how they developed them. I like that. I, I like that it did. They they actually did Iron Man closer to the truth. Yeah, everyone says like Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. was Perfect just Tony spot Stark. on. Perfect. Perfect Tony Stark. Everyone that's Perfect. that seems to be like but a they, consensus. I mean, and even in Iron Man, they went back to his original suit, which was that tin looking one, that that really archaic looking one. They actually used that in the beginning, and that's what it should have been. So they were pretty good with that. So they I they, I like how they developed Iron Man. I think the little they went a little bit off track with Iron Man three. Iron Man three is pretty low on my list of my favorite Marvel movies. It was it had good parts of it. It started to show Tony's humanity, not so much the right. playboy side of him. He was starting to feel repercussions. So he had the PTSD from the attack on New York with uh, Avengers. The Avengers. And he created the uh, relationship with the boy, the little boy who we saw again at the funeral in Endgame. Right. That's and right. so we think they're setting that up for Young Avengers, Iron Lad. Uh, I don't know. That's where people think it's going. Why would you bring this random I mean, little boy back? He was. And it was the same actor. It wasn't even like a different he was, actor. He was, he was a smart little kid. He developed a lot he of He was super smart. Yeah. He had his little potato gun, his whole little his his thing in the back. And he was super smart and was able to help Tony and picked up on things. I think that... If they set that up, they did a great job. Well, they're known for their callbacks. They make good. amazing callbacks I in mean, the show. Iron in Man the movies. is gone now. He is gone. Who? But, how? Who do you think is going to lead the Avengers? Captain Marvel? Mm, no. No. It would be if anybody led the Avengers it would end up being Captain America and it's Miss it's Miss Marvel. No. It's Captain no. Marvel. It is Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's probably be it'll probably be Captain America who leads him because he kind of leads him now. It's just Tony had the money and but Captain America is gonna be um, the Falcon now, uh, like that actor. What's his face? He's gonna be the Falcon. Is gonna be the guy who played the Falcon is gonna be Captain America. Yes. So at the end of you don't remember Endgame? You forgot the end. We went to see it together. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> So at the very end of Endgame, they... he passes off his shield to, what is the character's name? The Falcon. Sam. Sam. Sam, Wil Sam Wilkins. Something like that. Winston. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I can't remember so his gonna name make right him, now. He's going to be Captain America. He's going to be Captain America. We're going to see that in a show on Disney Plus first before we see it in a movie. There's a show coming out called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. For some reason, I remember hearing something about Thor. And the Guardians. Thor is going to be a female now. Oh, Natalie Portman is going to be in Thor Love and Thunder where we get she like... She becomes Thor. I don't know if she's going to become Thor or what. They're going to make Thor a woman. And I think they're going the same way with... Uh, I guess they're going to take... Uh, they're not removing Chris Hemsworth because he literally said he would play Cap Thor until... They tell him to stop. I think it's going to be like a joint force. Like they're going to be. You'll see. Cause Thor, I think Thor's going to actually end up stop being Thor because he's got to. He's got to be the the leader of the. Uh, he already passed Valhalla. off the mantle. The mantle to Valhalla, like the dead people. Well, not Valhalla. I mean, uh, Asgard. Asgard. Yeah, Valhalla. Uh, I was like Valhalla is like where they all go when they yeah, die. die. Yeah. Ooh. So, okay, so that's what's got to be. He already passed the mantle off to the Valkyrie. In Endgame as well. He said, you're the He made the leader. King. He made her the leader, yes. 
So, I don't know. We'll see. I think we're going to be getting... I think Thor is not going to stop being Thor. I think he's oh. going to join the Guardians of the Galaxy. And we're going to be getting oh, the Asgardians of the Galaxy, which is a, another series of comic books that I think are newer. But they do exist. There is one where Thor goes off with the Guardians. Well, he actually... And they have, like, their hijinks. He actually did that in one of the... In the last... Yes, at the very end, you see him join them. He actually went off with the... He was hanging around, I believe it was Rocket in one of the, one of the movies, wasn't it? Yeah, he... Oh. So that was in uh, Infinity War. Infinity Wars, that's Where he meets the Guardians, that's... and they have to split up to do something. So he, he has, goes yeah. to Medivalier to get his new axe, the Stormbreaker... Right. And he brings Rocket with him and Groot. Right. And then the Guardians go off to um, to get the, re- the reality stone. Right. Which they failed. Ultimately. Well, they lost, uh, what's her name? Gamora. Gamora. But yeah. we got her back. Sort of. So Gamora dies. And then well, the he... 2014 Gamora travels to the future and is left there after Thanos is defeated. And she kind of turns good in a, like she's talking to the good Nebula and she's like, this is who I have to pick from. And she goes, yeah, it's like this guy or a tree when she's talking about Peter Quill. And then she like runs off. And now at the very end, we in the end credits, I think we saw Peter looking for Gamora. So they're going to, I think that's well, what the next movie I is going to be. I like they're going to be looking to get her I back. I think since everybody, they changed the world. When they beat defeat the Thanos and everything went backwards, I think Gamora might have came back too, and they just didn't know about it yet. Well, she wasn't on the planet yet. She was yeah, but Gamora planet. died before she didn't die from the snap. That's true, but so I think they're just gonna use the 2014 Gamora and have her like refall in love with Quill. It's gonna be easy though. I I yeah. think it's gonna be easier than <laughs> the first time, but we enjoy. The MCU, and we're looking forward to it. Do you know what's coming next, or do you want me to tell you so you can get excited? So after WandaVision, which everyone thinks is going to be leading directly into the next Doctor Strange, we're going to get Multiverse. The Multiverse of Madness is a movie where it is rumored that we're going to get all three Spider-Mans. Three, there's a lot more than three. We're the three <laughs> movie Spider-Mans. Oh, okay. Um, maybe more. Maybe we'll see a Miles Morales. Maybe, like, we don't know. Maybe we'll even see the little pig going around. (laughs) But we're going to see Multiverse of Madness. We're going to see a lot of Doctor Strange coming up. We have Loki coming out, which is a TV series. Yeah, a TV show, right? And it's going to show all the places he went when he disappeared with the, um... What was that? The bot. What was the tesseract? The tesseract. So when he dis uh, disappeared with the tesseract, we're gonna see where he went, what hijinks he got into. We're gonna see a Scarlett uh, Johansson solo film. So Black Widow. Black Widow's gonna have her own film. Black Widow's getting her own film. It was supposed to be released last May. Obviously, the pandemic has delayed that. Supposedly, it's coming out this year. We'll see. We also have Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming up. I think next month. Or maybe later this month. I don't even remember. Yeah, something about that just doesn't turn me on. I don't know. Oh, I'm excited to see well, it. They I'm, were really funny together in Civil War. I'll, I'll, like, I'll like to see They it. had a good dynamic. So I'm excited to see um, what they do with those characters and how they develop it. Obviously, I know that Bucky took over the mantle at some point when Captain America died in the comic books. But 
That was after Civil War, and it was not like this. So, so you're talking about the newer comic books, which I haven't read at all. Those were the ones I think that um, Alex had. Remember he had those Civil War comics? I think that's where Bucky dies. Those are new. Those are like 2006. Yeah. And new meaning not the 80s, 90s, 70s, 70s. 60s. Well, uh, late 60s. So looking through that dynamic with the two of them, I'm excited to see where that goes. I think they're going to do great together, personally. I think they are really funny. I'm excited for that. And then we have Shang-Chi, which is a Marvel movie. We have The Eternals coming through. Oh, really? Yes. Well, that's going to be interesting. And the cast is stacked. You have Angelina Jolie. All right. You have Kumail Nanjiani. You have uh, Kit Harrington, uh, Jon Snow. <laughs> Jon Snow? Jon Snow. You have numbers, actually. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob Stark. I don't know the actor's name. I remember him, okay. But that actor is going to be in it as well. Um, and I, there's a couple others I can't think of off the top of my head. But th- th- it's going to be a stacked movie. Um, I'm very excited for Eternals, like what they're going to do with that and how they're going to do it. So that should be coming out soon. Then there is another Black Panther movie coming. We don't know what they're going to do. I actually like the first one real lot. They didn't explain how they're going to deal with what happened with Chadwick Boseman. They, a lot of people said, just recast him. A lot of people said, no, we don't want to see a new Black Panther. Just get his sister in the role. It's up to the studio ultimately or get, make a new story out of it. I don't know what they're going to do, but... They are going to do it at some point. So I think there's more than that. Uh, She-Hulk is going to be a thing. They can do a lot with that. She-Hulk. And then obviously, you know, Thor Love and Thunder is coming out. And a Guardians 4 is in the works as well. Four? Is there three already? There's three. Really? Oh, maybe it's three. It's got to be three. I've seen all the Guardians. I know it's not four. Uh, I missed something. No, I think you're right. <laughs> I think I just uh, got ahead of myself. Let me double check. My facts. They're going to keep on making these movies as long as people go and watch them. Yeah. And people from my generation will keep on going and watch them. And that's the other thing that I was going to say. So people from your generation love the comics great. But now we have this universe that was built with a whole new generation of people. Which is going to carry it over for a long time. Well, I hope so. I just, what I worry about most is that people are not going to want to start the MCU because they're going to be afraid that they're going to miss something. Like that, it's hard to go through 23 movies to catch up. And then there, there's going to be more. We're having Black Widow come out, Shang-Chi. That's, we have like 30 movies planned. That's a lot of time to dedicate to get caught up. So I think what they need to do is start... A new thing where you don't feel like totally in the dark and left out. How are they going to do the Black Widow? Do you know anything about it? Because I haven't heard anything about it. But how are they going to do that? Are they going to use it, go from be- her beginnings? No. Well, uh, they may. They, there may be some flashbacks. So what the Black Widow's time period is taking place between, I think it's between Civil War or um, Infinity War and Endgame. Like what she did with that five years. Oh, okay. I think. And I think the villain is Taskmaster. Taskmaster? <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, I'm trying to think. 
anything else in the MCU that's like going to be new, exciting, or noteworthy. I just want people to enjoy the MCU. I want them to continue enjoying it. And I want new people to come and watch and learn so that they can get excited about it too. I, will, I don't want them to be overwhelmed by how confusing it is. So eventually, like, the only movies you'll really need to see are like Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. And then you'll be pretty much caught up on everything yeah. that's going on, you know? Yeah. And we have, I mean, there's more Ant-Man. Oh, Hawkeye, he's getting a show as well. Hawkeye's going to get a movie? Yes, and he's introducing, not a movie, a show oh. on Disney Channel, on Disney Plus. Um, It's going to introduce Kate Bishop, which I don't know who she is. Do you know who that is? I do. She was like oh, another Hawkeye. I'm trying to remember where she was. I remember her. I remember that name. I'll, 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 you know, it's going to take me a while. Remember, That's okay. So. Kate Bishop. So... What I want from the MCU, this is what I really wish would happen. Free tickets for every one of your movies for me and her to go see. Yeah. That's what we Marvel want Studios, you. if you're listening, sponsor this podcast. Also, just give us free tickets to every movie. We go to every single one. We've spent hundreds of dollars on your tickets. Okay. Next. <laughs> Not including popcorn. <laughs> so, there is an opportunity now. They have the rights to Spider-Man and they have the rights to the Fantastic Four. I think they need to do a Spider-Man where they barely, like, they don't even really fully introduce the Fantastic Four. We don't need a Fantastic Four solo film right away. But I want Venom to come with the Fantastic Four from outer space like they did in the comic books, right? Venom, like, was came with the Fantastic Four, correct? Uh, I believe so. And then, because you told me that, that's where I get this information from. He comes with them and then it infects Spider-Man and let's, let's have a movie. Fant introduce the Fantastic Four this way. Okay, you know, okay let's stop for a second. Okay. Right, let, let's get everyone to understand that. One of the main differences between Marvel and DC is that Marvel actually used real cities and towns and countries. Correct. Where DC used Metropolis. Yeah, they, well, they There's, they made up the names, but they are ultimately the same right. cities. Right. Like, Gotham City is New York City. Right, well, yeah, or, that's right. And, but Spider-Man and Fantastic Four are in New York. All right? The whole, the whole beginning of the whole original Avengers film was New York. That's where the battle took place in New York, Correct. right? And that's where Doctor Strange is as well. Then that's where Doctor Strange is from. So, Spider-Man, Spider-Man has been, from the, near the beginning, with, he went to go get help from Dr. Xavier. Dr. Xavier can't help him because he's not a mutant. He was a mutant by, yes. bitten by a spider, but not a regular mutant. So, Dr., but they respected him, and he tried to get help from Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. He's fought with a lot of them. Yeah. And, and you know, Spider-Man was Stanley's baby. Yeah. You know, it was his baby, and he took it far, more far than he took all the other ones. Spider-Man, I believe that they, he actually, at one point, they he got thrown on a world by, I guess it was Game Master, I think this guy's called. 
Gay master or game? Game, game master. Oh, I was like, All right, and he got thrown around the world. He was actually, they had this in the cartoons too, but he was actually the leader of all these superheroes. And he's like, why me? Because you were still a little young kid and they were wondering, because, well, you, you have it in you. And that's what it was all about. Spider-Man will ultimately, ultimately, ultimately. Ultimately be. be <laughs> got you. The leader at one time in the Marvel Universe. Will get there. Trust me, he will get yeah, there. Yeah, I think when he's old enough and matured enough, I think he will definitely be a he leader. Will be, he will be there. I mean, right now they're showing how much of a kid he is and how he's, how he's not learning. quite ready, but he's learning. That was so, what, like, Spider Man, the second one, Far From Home with Mysterio, that's right. kind of what that was all about. Oh, Mysterio, they. I don't know if that was a great one, but... Oh, I thought they crushed it with Mysterio. With Mysterio? You think he was... Well, you know what? He was an illusionist, but... I liked it. No. I, I don't know. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It was a very action-packed movie. Very good, but... Something... I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it, but just something about it didn't sit right with me with, with Mysterio. Not the Spider-Man, but Mysterio. Something was it the actor? It. Like, you didn't like Jake Gyllenhaal? No, I think he actually did pretty good. Do you know what's cool about him? He insisted on wearing the costume like as much as possible. I thought that was cool. So it's not like CG. It's like his he's wearing it a lot. You know what? The way he got friendly with Spider-Man, that never that never happened. Oh, I see. All right. The way he got friendly, that he got Spider-Man to give him the glasses that Tony Stark gave the Spider-Man. Spider-Man would have never have done that. But I think that's what they're trying to show you. Like Peter Parker is still immature. He still makes mistakes. Mm -hmm. But he, this taught him a huge lesson. That's yeah. what I think. But I don't know. I don't know Mysterio from the comics. I've never heard of Mysterio until this movie came out. So you know, Mysterio was a movie stuntman that uh, that went bad. Mm. But he, because he made up his own little contraptions to produce holograms and illusions. Mm. So. He didn't get paid enough for it or something like that. Or they, he did something wrong. Somebody got hurt in one of his movies. So he got barred from doing it. I think that's what if somebody got hurt in one of his movies. Oh, killed, okay. And he got so barred it's a from lot doing different it anymore, than... So he didn't have a way to make. So he took his stuff and he just used it to make money to steal and stuff. So even though Mysterio, that didn't happen in the movies, they made a similar, they made you care about it in a similar way. So in this movie, Mysterio was an employee under Tony Stark where Tony Stark stole his idea, renamed it Barf, and basically insulted him and said it was, you know, just a little silly side project. Um, and it was that illusion thing where you could, like, create your alternate reality or interactive reality or whatever it was called. And they had Mysterio join up with other ex-employees of Tony Stark who he fucked over one way or another... And they created all these illusions together. Right. But he's like the main illusionist, yes. you know? Like, he's like the main one that does it. Him and the fucking kid. Me and my boyfriend were so blown away when they showed that the kid from Christmas Story, who was in Iron Man 1... Okay. ...was also in Far From Home as an ex-employee of Tony Stark. Like, what a callback. I, 10 years later, I was not ready for that. We even went back to watch Iron Man 1 to see if it was the same actor. We're like, there's no way the kid from Toy Story, uh, 
Christmas Story was in Iron Man 1 and we watched it and we're like, oh my God. But they left Mysterio still open. They did. They left it open-ended. Yes. So we will see. Well, they, they got to leave Jake all... Jake Hall is great. I they think. have to leave all the... I don't want they to leave, him. They leave all the villains open because they need to come back. All Thanos right? is a closed book now. Thanos is done. All right? Thanos is done. They killed Thanos. Correct. All right? There's no coming back for yeah, Thanos. Yeah, they didn't leave it open. All right? I want to say something about Miss Marvel, the movie. Miss Marvel or Captain, Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. Why do I keep on saying Miss Marvel? Because she's a thing. I know. Okay, but no. I want to say something about that movie. I thought it was not bad. Oh, boy. I thought it was a little bit drawn out. Took a little bit too long for her to get in the action to realize who she was. But, mm-hmm. I, but that's just how origin movies are. Remember Captain America, the first Avenger? That was a slow burn. But that was the actual story how it happened. <laughs> that's, that's true. How it that's happened. true. Happened. All right, oh, so you Mer- don't like Captain Marvel because that's not how it happened. No, Captain America. No, no. Captain America is actually one of the true, move, closest to true movies of how Captain America developed. Okay. All right. Miss Marvel, Captain, uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel, I'm not really positive about her. She was later on, much later on. But I liked the movie. There was nice action in it. There was a little bit slow at the beginning, but it came on. Shorter humanity. And try to and explain to you where she got her superpowers from. Mm-hmm. All right? And I love the fact that when she was on the train fighting that... Fighting the scroll or fighting yeah, the Yeah, the scroll. And she winked at... Stanley, Stanley, and I just smile. and that was his last movie too, right? That was his, yes, that was before the he last. passed away, and I thought that was just great for her acknowledging Stanley like that. And uh, you know, God, God rest his soul, man was just was phenomenal. He was so great, just phenomenal. I I told you that I I almost met him, right? You were near my signature. You're his, his uh, you're having him sign one of my comic books. Yeah, but they wouldn't let me anywhere near him without $80. Yeah. So I, I couldn't go get his autograph. The autograph alone was $80. If you wanted a photo, it was like $120. I was like, I'm a baroque college kid. I cannot afford this. But I did see him in person. He's so tiny. Or he was so tiny. Anyway, moving on from the MCU. I appreciate all of your thoughts. You're so smart and you have such a long knowledge of all these characters and we got to grow up together. Well, I got to grow up with you learning about them. I forgot more of it than I remember, so. Well, oh, you like you throughout the episode you remembered. I want to move in to paranormal territory cuz I feel like you have a lot of really great ghost stories and You've told them to me some things we experienced together because we were doing our little amateur ghost hunty stuff for a little bit. Right. Um, but let's talk about, let's go back to your past as, a, as just a lad with your friends. Tell me about some of the experiences. Tell me about the Bloodstain house or whatever. Oh, that was nice one. Okay, go. Oh, what are you the seance? Actually, sidebar. One fun fact I always like to tell people about my dad is that in high school, he claims, and I don't know if this is even true anymore, but he claims he punched me in the face. Oh, don't say that. No. I, that, I never said that. 
Don't Why can't I say that? You're opening yourself up to a lawsuit and shit like that, and I don't want that here. All right, I'll cut it out. So go ahead, tell me about the Blood State House. Oh, uh, that was uh, four years ago. It's seventy. Well, uh, seventy-seven. Yeah, seventy-seven. Friends of mine had a séance in their house, and during a séance, they're calling somebody, some spirit up or something like that, and supposedly. A head appeared and was just a head, and the throat was slashed, and there was blood dripping out of it, and it dripped onto the, the carpet. Floor, the carpet. All right, and it soaked through to the it, uh, it soaked through to the floor. They removed the carpet, and there was nothing there. The next day, they came back, and the stain was there, blood stain was there. They tried to clean it up. They couldn't clean up, so they replaced the floor, and the stain came back, supposedly. Now, I saw the stain once, so I know the stain was there. Okay. All right? So, I don't know about the crap. But I know I saw the floor rip up the carpet with the stain, and there was no stain there. And I remember seeing a stain in the wood after that. All right? Okay. But anything past that, I don't I don't know, but that's what they tell me happened. And they were scared. Shit. I never went back to that apartment ever, ever again. So that wasn't the same place where you found the like face picture. No, that was, that was a. Uh... Okay, explain that story from beginning to end because I don't even really remember it. All right. Well, mind you, we we used to do you know, a lot of drugs. Not a lot of drugs. Don't say it like I was a drug addict. <laughs> we smoked a little bit. Maybe tooted once in a while. But... Disclaimer: This may not all be accurate. <laughs> all right. But we were we had a friend's house, and his room was red and black panel, and we would just hang out there, you know, catch catch a buzz, talk, bullshit. And one day we all noticed there was a face on the the grain of the panel. He made a face, so we joked around with it. We you know, we kid around with it. We would talk to it and make jokes with it and stuff like that. Well, one day my friend Mike. Have I ever met Mike? Yeah, yes oh. you have. Mike from. Mike and Angela? Yes. Mike, I'll, I'll, I'll bleep it out. Mike, wow. He he punched the wall right where the face was because he got really mad or something. And the face disappeared, swear. They couldn't, we couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. That spot. So the face disappeared. It gone. Three months later, in a different part of the wall, the face appeared and now it had an arm. <gasps> what? Great, yeah. <laughs> Now, I remember that. Now, with that house, strangely enough, I'm going to tell you stories what happened in that house. After that person sold it and moved out of that house, when we got older, Andy's friend, boy. Okay. His mother moved out in that house. Before then, there were people who were renting it, and when they, they did stop paying it and they destroyed the house, when they went in the house, every room was destroyed, holes in it, all kind of drawings and Paintings on the wall, pentagrams, all kind of devil warp gym thing. But the room downstairs with the red paneling was never touched. Mm. It was like brand new. All right? I know that because I went through because they had an open house and I went walked through the house. Oh. Because you wanted to see the face? You see it was there, yeah. Was it there? I didn't get a chance. They wouldn't let me go stay that long. Oh. All right? But boys, parent, boy's mother bought that house and they moved in there. And Andy, that's Andy's, Andy's friend, they were, he would tell me stories how the doors would fly open on the cabinets. Um, and Andy was there and all these doors fly open, they close, they slam, they do this, and all kind of crap happened. So that house was something wrong with it from the start. 
Okay. From the story, but yeah, that that I can tell you is one hundred percent true about that house. Okay. That face was on that wall. We all saw it. We all didn't see it, and then we all saw it again. Okay. Now there's more ghost stories to come, but I wanted to talk about the song or the poem. <laughs> Okay, so if anybody has ever seen A Haunting in Connecticut, or, like, it's shown up in a few different movies. Why do you bring this shit up? Because it's so funny. Well, I told you that's what they told me. I didn't know it was like we were 12 years old. (laughs) Okay, so let me tell them the story. It's a funny story. So, when I was younger, my dad told me this poem. Like, this is way before any of these movies came out. Come on. Um, This is way before any of these movies came out. But my dad... Go ahead and open the window. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna edit this all out. My dad told me this poem and it was, it went something like, one bright day in the middle of the night, two dead boys got up to fight. Back to back, they faced each other, drew their swords and shot each other. And then there's more. There's like a deaf policeman heard the noise and came and killed the two dead boys. All right, you don't have to, but what I'm saying is, he told me this, like, it's a poem of, um... What? Char. What? Word of Char. The word of Char, he says. But it's a poem of, like, opposites. Everything is the opposite. One bright day in the middle of the night. Two dead boys got up. Like, none of it makes any sense. It's all, like, complete opposites. But my dad swears that his friend claimed to have made that song up. Not a song. A poem. Yeah. I'm so I'm so sorry. It's so rhythmic sometimes. It's like a song. But they say that they made it up, right? So then years and years later, we're at the movies watching A Haunting in Connecticut, which getting my dad to see a horror movie in general is actually not that easy. He doesn't like them. But he came with me, and all of a sudden, there's that freaking poem. And he's and we're, like, looking at each other. We're like, what the fuck? Like, how do, how do they know this? And then I went like Googling it and it exists and there's like a million verses made up now. Um, but the first few are always the same. Um, I think, so tell me what your friend told you. Your friend just said that he made it up, that's it? That's what you were 12 and he said he made it up? He said it and I said, where the hell did you get that from? He goes, oh, we made it up. He so, fucking lied to you. Yeah, it was Jimmy. He fucking lied his little ass off. Oh, we didn't know any, we didn't know, I know, I didn't know 12 year old little boys. He, he, just trying to, he was just trying to sound I cool. I never heard it before, so... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I had messed up friends. Had? We still have them, yeah. You're still friends with your best friends from childhood. That is. All of them. Be. He calls them Fat Ass and Butchie. Those are not their real government names, but those are the names. That's how That's they refer to each other. Phone. That's how they refer to each other. That's how I okay, have so another spooky story. There was the statue in the graveyard. Oh, that happened to me. Just you. Well, not me. We, a couple of people from high school, music high school. I'm gonna have to bleep that out. We were stoned out of Jesus. We went into the graveyard. Did a, they did that little seance bullshit again. Of course. And what was up with you guys in seances? You didn't. Like- I know this girl Donna was really into it. Ah, oh, fuck Donna. Anyway. I did. Okay. <laughs> oh. Ew, no, David. <laughs> so anyway, she was really into so did that and we were I mean we were you know, we're kids, we're getting buzzed. We're drunk drinking and smoking. And uh 
we walked into the graveyard and there was a statue. And I know the statue because my mother's buried there, my father's buried there, my nephew's buried there, my grandmother's buried there, my godmother is buried there. We get it. All right. It's so our I family know the cemetery. And now the statue. Now we walked in there. The statue was facing out towards the road where we walked in. Something really creepy happened in there, so we all just started bolting out, and that statue was facing us on our way out. So it completely turned And it around. wasn't a statue with two faces or something? No, like, no, it was a... It was a statue. Like an angel? Either that or Jesus, something like that, but... Jesus. I'm, something like that. It Is it still there? Because I don't feel like I've seen a statue. It's there somewhere. It's, okay. it's in the middle of this dead center of the cemetery. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not over there. Yeah, she's near the end. But, uh, yeah, that thing turned around, and I saw it. I didn't believe it, but uh, it was there, and that's the way it was, and scared the shit out of all of us. We went back the next day. It was facing the other way, so. You don't know. You don't know what happened. Could have been the drugs. Could not have been the drugs. Could have been the drugs. But that would definitely happen. Okay. And then we had a few experiences. Oh, wait. This one I wasn't there for, but I was alive when it happened. So this was, you were out, my dad was out with my cousin and his friend. And who else were you with? Just Andy, Jeff, and was oh, Sean, Sean there? Oh, Court Road? It's when he got thrown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who were you with? And what were you doing? They were at the, we were, they were camping. They, okay, so you were camping. They were camping. They were some stuff. At that time, I wasn't doing drugs. They were doing drugs. They might have been doing it, but not in front of me, but. They were, might have been doing it, but they were all getting firewood, and all of a sudden you hear Jeff screaming like a little girl. And we run to find him, we find him, he's laying on the ground, and he said something threw me against the tree. He said, pick me up and threw me against the tree. We searched around, there was nothing around. Did he have any marks, any? No, he had bruises all over his body. He hit the tree. Oh. His whole, his whole back and everything was all bruised up and scratched up on the tree. Jeez, that's so scary. I wonder. I what said, was it somebody? He goes, I didn't see anything. Well, I know that got thrown against the tree. I wonder if he would remember that, that now. That was the same area. You all can look this up because you can look in Life Magazine. I can't remember what year. It was definitely in the 70s. But you can look in Life Magazine. About, they had an article about witches. The Port Street Witch. Yeah, she, they'll even tell you where she lived. There's Port Street and Spotswood. And we used to go there. The witches, I took you there when you were yes, you, doing... You and your friends. Yes. You've taken me there. Uh, yeah. And I've gone go there several times since. And there's hundreds of cats outside of her house and stuff. But she was considered a witch. So we feel that that had something to do with it. How about the time when I was, we were in, I was in the shower? Okay. My wife-to-be, she wasn't my wife yet, was there and she left. And I was in the shower and she popped her head and said she was leaving. I said, all right, you were in Papu's room. And I, you don't remember where I'm going. Go, 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 no, I don't. Watch, you'll remember. Okay. And I swear, I looked, the, the curtain for the shower came moving towards me, and I saw it actually like a finger poked me in the side. I don't even remember this. You don't remember this? What? And, I'm like, and I said, I started laughing. I said, ha ha, Christine. It's not funny. And they get no answer. I said, Chris? 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 No answer. Then I screamed her. I said, Mel. She goes, what? I said, where's, where's Chris? She goes, God, you left a long time ago. I said, did you come in here? She goes, why would I come in the shower while you're in the shower? Why would I come in here? I said, somebody just poked me in the side. <laughs> I didn't literally, I watched it move in and poke me in the side. Ew! And it was solid. 
Oh, no, I don't, you don't remember, remember this. I no. can't remember. You were young, though. I mean, you were like... I wasn't that young. You like I was 13, no, 15. I didn't meet Christine until I was 17, so was it's seven? No, impossible. no, no, you weren't driving by the time you met her. You yes, were, I was. Not yet, you, just, you got your permit, so you were 16. Okay. I, I don't remember this at all. I don't know why you don't remember it. She remembers it, because I, I told her story the next day. That's crazy. I had a friend who, um, whatchamacallit, she, we were recording a podcast together, and we think we caught some sort of EVP. I'm going to play it for you, and then I'll play it I'll play it on in the podcast for everybody. But let me see where I can find well, it. While I hear it out here, i got to put the headphones on. No, you're going to put the headphones on. You're also going to hear, you can probably hear me talking now. I can hear you talking right now. Oh. I can hear myself talking right now. Yeah. Are you going to enter that part out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the hell was that? That was the sound. Play it again. Where'd you get that from? I told you, we were recording a podcast, and wow. that happened, and so she she lives with her husband, and her son, and a couple, a dog and a cat. Does she have a parrot? No. So, I know that's like what it sounds like, but here's the thing, at the time of recording, this did not happen. We did not hear this enter the audio field at any time while we were recording live. There was no disturbances whatsoever, in fact. You were two, two different places, right? Yes, we were not together. She lives in Iowa, and she's just a friend of mine that I met through podcasting. All right, so you don't even know if it came from your side or her side. I came from her side. How do you know? Because the audios were separate, and it came from her audio. Oh, okay. So I know that it came from her side of the things. It wasn't at my house, but it was at her house. And now she lives in a very, very old house who she has had experiences of her own. And I'm going to, this is Chelsea from the Searching Pod that I'm talking about. And she and I are going to get together and talk about all of these things with you guys. So don't worry about missing out right now. But she has like this super creepy basement. We got this audio. So I'm sitting there editing. And at the very beginning of editing, I hear this like door slam. Now I just excuse it like maybe her husband was doing something. Whatever. I ignore it. I don't, but the thing is her husband had it moved the entire time he was playing video games in another room and he wasn't slamming things he knew they were recording he's also on her podcast so he knows not to make sounds right. during this and their son wasn't even there like there's there was no way that somebody made these sounds so i also got several other door slams but this is the most compelling piece of audio it sounds like somebody's screaming it's i had the same the similar when i was in gettysburg so yeah, so we caught this audio. It was really interesting. She wants to analyze it more. She's sending it off to her ghost hunter friends to like analyze it further. Um, but what we want to do is we want to record again and just talk this time about spooky stuff and maybe we'll catch some more audio on the back end. Um, I use an app that I've used before, so it's not like uh, it was something glitchy from- That wasn't a glitch. That was actually I know. something making a noise. It was something. All right, everybody. If you want to interact with me, be sure to catch me on Twitter at QDips. You can catch me on Instagram at Quips and Dips Podcast. I'm very active out there. I'm always down to be social. This was your season finale. How did you enjoy it? I had all of my favorite things in one place. My dad, my Marvel, and my paranormal stuff. All for you guys. I hope to see you soon. The new season will be starting on April 2nd, but until then... You should have already heard by now from the archive 
I'm going to have some small bonus episodes for you, five minutes, 10 minutes long for you to just enjoy when you're doing something quick. I hope you guys all have a great day. Over and out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Quips and Dips. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll catch you in the next one.